Hey, and welcome to this Passionate Life Podcast. We tap into what it takes to turn your passions into profits with intimate talks with women who are walking the talk. This is your host, Stephanie Zito, intuitive soulpreneur mentor for women who choose in favor of alignment, abundance, and happiness. Come find me on Facebook at Stephanie Zito Coach and hit subscribe so you don't miss a beat of this podcast to raise your vibe and align with your best life. So Kara is a parenting coach and energy healing coach. And she is the mother to two young children with a background in early childhood education. She's a women's sister circle facilitator and an awakening soul treading the path into new earth. She's divinely guided in working with evolutionary energy, alchemy, quantum shifting, chakra centers, and more. And she's working on a passion project, a book of collecting experiences and insights of transmutation into a higher frequency called A New Way, Living the Energy of Evolution. And from there, she's been applying all of this knowledge she's received over the last two years into the creation of her work with New Way Parenting. It's her intention to work with parents and their energy in order to create within themselves frequencies of peace, calm, awareness, and intuitive strength. The dream with her work is to make life today more harmonious in the family dynamic and home, as well as guiding parents in how to prepare their children for this evolutionary shift of which they will be going through and living in, creating the most creative, intuitive, and strong humans who will be leading the way forward into peace and well-being for all. So that's amazing. I'm just so thrilled to have you here. And uh, anything you want to add to that? <laughs> anything that I missed? I think that that really you know, grouped in all of the things that I love and, and are passionate about and um, really have been pulling into my, in my work as I go along here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just such a, I mean, it's such a, an amazing thing to come across someone like you because there's definitely a lot of parenting coaches out there, but it's another thing to, I think, work with um, <clears throat> what you work with. So can you tell us a little bit more like for someone who may not really be familiar with energy work, like what's different about the parenting coaching that you do? Um, well, I would say that it, because it's such a change in perspective, perspective of the beings that we are. So when you're working with energy with a child, you kind of, um, you know, shift it away from the child's behavior and you know what they're doing. And you can see it as an energy. You can say, oh, you know, I usually use terms like, oh, I see you have the anger energy. And it totally takes me and the kids away from it's you and what you're doing to you're experiencing something. And there's a way to move through energy. And you're not bad. You're not good. You're not, you know, it has nothing to do with who you are and your identity. It's more about what can you do with that energy now? Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to teach our children because um, they're going to experience so much on, in their path here on, on, you know, this journey of life on earth. Um, all of the years that they're here. So if we start them now with energy work and chakras and, and building themselves up through their navigation, then I think they're going to have a pretty good, you know, mastery of themselves. Yeah, I really love that because, um, you know, as you're talking about this, uh, I mean, I, I work with energy too. And I, you know, we know that we have all these different frequencies. And so when you talk about it, it's, 
it's literally the truth. Like anger has an energy. It's an energy. It has a frequency. So you're just literally, you know, feeling that frequency moving through you. And what we feel and how we act is just sort of like a, a consequence of that vibration. So mm-hmm. it's just a really different way, I think, of kind of the old paradigm. Like, and, um, and I just want to say, you know, we are, we are live here in our group Activate and Heather's here. So yay, welcome. You know, this is a total conversation. So I am checking the chat. And as you have like questions, comments, your experience, like by all means, please chime in. But I'm curious, like, how would you define the old paradigm? Because I feel like when we grew up in the old paradigm and we lived through the old paradigm, there's things that we just live with. We're not, we're not always like aware, like that's just the way the paradigm is, but we're not necessarily, you know, when you take that step back, like, are we aware that we're living in that? So what do you feel like is the kind of the old way of doing things that's different? Um, such a good thing to think of because I think we need to know where we're moving from. And the old paradigm to me is really rooted in, um, really dense energies of, you know, um, there, a lot of people are focused on um, greed or lack or these big, huge energies. And I think we gave those to our children generation after generation. And, um, and then it shows up in how we, um, you know, have our infrastructure and how we create schools and how we have medicine. And so right now, I think we're living really in this shifting out of that old paradigm of things that have been rooted in really dense energies and Mm -hmm. so now you know as we shift out of them we're going through the lighter frequencies and Mm -hmm. so the old paradigm is just very dense to me I feel it doesn't represent human beings well it's you know it makes me think of I mean when I think of being on earth school in this particular planet and everything you know a lot of what you're talking about is like ego based or it's sort of like the um, the unconscious masculine or more patriarchal way of doing things it's in comparison it's in competition there is going to be a winner it is kind of top down and um, there is an authority you know and one thing that I've really talked about is you know especially in the work that I do it's like helping us free ourselves as adults when we listen to our own inner guidance we listen to our intuition so we're sort of taking back some of that empowerment that was really like squelched and just tried to be erased because it was um threatening to the patriarchy to that sort of power structure and also moving from what you know in our worlds i think we probably hear a lot of people talk about moving from like the 3d to the 5d and when you talk about you know energy and vibration and density you know i mean like I'm, I'm with you, like I'm totally tracking, but I know that can be kind of new for a lot of people, you know what that means. So um, how, how would you describe like what it is that we're moving towards? Like if I say, you know, we're moving from this 3D to this 5D, which we literally are, and you clearly are like a light worker helping us do that. You're helping, you know, the parents of today parent the adults of tomorrow. Like, what does that actually mean? Like, what is that going to look like? Like, what can we envision that we're moving towards? I love that. Um, so alignment, you know, I want my children and all of the children of this planet to live in a, a place where they're able to be their free selves. You know, we're not pulled in a million different directions for work and for all the things that we have, you know, we're, we're so disconnected. So everything would in the physical would represent us, our inner worlds. So how often, you know, do we work and what do we do and how, um, is it in community? And, and those things to me would look very local. Um, everything would be um, around nature, 
And, you know, we would have schools that are in smaller ratios and um, really about, you know, child-led. And so it would really just be in alignment mm -hmm. to the being. Um, and we're just figuring out what that really means. Like, I think people mm -hmm. are, um, have, they're just learning how much this society really does not at all help us thrive. Like, it doesn't mm -hmm. help us to, like, live in how we want to live, truly. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I see it as, like, a very beautiful oasis. I totally believe in utopia. Like, yeah, I really believe that that's where we're headed. And, um, mm -hmm. Like, just peace. Like, you know, there's a lot of war and there's a lot of um, suffering and pain. And, and I think that we raise children to, to live in that world. We teach mm -hmm. them, we program them, um, sometimes unconsciously through, you know, video games and through TV shows and, just, you know, everything that a child sees is really important. I think mm -hmm. once we figure that out too, you know, that zero to seven, mm -hmm. very careful of what we show our children um, mm -hmm. and what they see, communication and relationships and just everything. So yeah, yeah. aligned, a more aligned life, you know. Right, right. Well, what I find interesting is, so, you know, we have um, one of our members here, uh, Heather, her daughter, and she said, I can talk about this. So I will. Um, it's really, really cool because, um, you know, Heather's been on this journey of sort of uh, getting attuned, aligned, you know, with herself, like with her intuition, with all of that. And along with that, what's so interesting is her daughter, who is, um, how old is she now? Is she, she's eight now, right? I feel like I mix up their ages a little bit. Or is she nine? I think she's nine. But in any case, she is an intuitive. She's like a full-on, she's a full-on psychic. I mean, if there's anything even beyond that, that title, like whatever that title is, like she's there. She um, recognizes what like the soul, she's nine, the soul world looks like. She calls it Udaloo Town. Um, she can see, you know, when they're walking through a store together, let's say they're walking through Target, <laughs> my favorite place uh, so she'll she'll see people the spirits that are around people like that the less dense beings um she uh you know heather will talk about a friend who has passed and uh, her daughter will draw that person and it it literally looks like that person and she maybe met that person once when she was like four or five years old so target right i know heather's laughing because of me and target <laughs> it's a whole other story but um you know this girl is full-on she's in it she's you know she's she's already there and i i really um give a lot of credit to uh, heather as a parent who really just listens to her asks her questions believes her so i'm curious you know for those um parents you know i feel like we're kind of working with sort of different degrees of where we're at with this you know you've got the parent like heather who's got this daughter who has all these gifts like how what would you, what advice would you give her in terms of helping her sort of navigate the world that we do live in like i mean we can create the utopia we desire today i can do that right now for my family and I mean, I also live in a world where I, I go to Target, and I, you know, I mean, I, you know, this is in general. One, we're one foot in the old paradigm, one foot in the new yeah, paradigm. Right. Yeah. I got these paths. All the shifting that's happening. That's mm -hmm. a really interesting um, scenario because she's so gifted already yeah. and living in this time. Um, and so any advice that I would that I sense to give would just be to keep on honoring her because her abilities will keep growing. And if she felt feel supported in that way, and she feels that this is actually a value, 
Um, that's like the best thing that you can do as a parent for anything that your child's going through, right? Or mm -hmm. that they're not getting on their own. Um, but I use root chakras with my children, anything that they're going through. So I've started just that conversation, what the root chakra is, um, meditating in the root chakra, affirming in the root chakra, just that you're safe to have this gift. Your, you know, your inner world and everything that you experience, that is yours, you know, that is yours to protect, that is yours to honor in your, any way that you feel to honor it. Um, but definitely the root chakra. Well, do you want to describe that? Like, do you want to kind of say what that is or what that, what that really okay. means? Um, yeah, so it, for the root chakra, um, just having your child imagine that they have this space inside of them that is their safe space, that when they go inward, that they are secure, that this is their inner home. And, and it really just means that they feel anchored into themselves and they're anchored into this world and to whoever they are in any given moment. So uh, I hope that explains that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, you know, just because I listen to, to this podcast called um, Smartless and they're always, uh, it's these actors who I love and they're always like kind of explaining things to um, Tracy, the cousin in Wisconsin who may not be part of like Hollywood and everything. So I feel like it's important just to, you know, some of these terms, like we, some, we may just dance with them all day and some people it may be really new. So just kind of, it's important, like, well, what does that mean for me, you know? I know it really kind of means like, I belong. Um, I'm meant to be here. This is mine. I'm safe. I'm safe to do this. And I think like what you're saying, like for instance, in Heather's example is um, that her daughter's really safe. Like this is her gift. It belongs. She belongs. It's not, you know, I'm using the words like maybe weird or different. That's some, you know, it might be concepts that are out there, but this is amazing. You were given this for a reason. Um, you get to anchor into this. Right, yeah. Yeah, anchoring into it more and more, you know, and that she knows she has that. Like, I really think the chakras are like superpowers. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think they were given to us as universe beings to be able to uh, really be the strongest of ourselves, right? So definitely, you know, having her root in, at, you know, at some point. I know chakra work for kids, getting them to sit still and to really get into the root chakra is a little difficult, but um, I think them doing it actively, just in mm -hmm. conversation, they like, they love talking about it. And, yeah. You know, that's but interesting because yeah. I think too about with root chakra, I think about with a lot of like kundalini, like this is why I think um, in the US, a lot of the yoga that we do is really active because it helps us to settle. So I almost can see with root chakra, even just doing a lot of like bouncing or a lot because it gets you grounded <laughs> um, or for like young kids, especially who maybe have a hard time sitting still, I could kind of see just like moving for a little bit, like, you know, we'll take our shoes off and yeah. Um, summer a lot like you know like I will say like I'm rooting in like I will do it and then my yeah. kids will you know obviously they'll just follow me and, and what I'm doing and then they get a sense of like okay this is one way to root it this is yeah you know, yeah to do it in the physical too I think that that's where they start really kids are so you know um, sensory and exploring yeah. and age so they really you know starting them off in the chakras in, in that way in the physical mm -hmm. can usually have a good sense of of uh, what it actually means, you know. Yeah. Eventually. That's really cool. Um, and then what about, you know, kind of on the flip side, like as a parent, I mean, we're all human. And so um, we go through these scenarios where, I mean, maybe we're having challenges. Like I know for me, not so much now, but especially when my son was younger, 
we went through some really challenging times where we went through like tantrums and things like that. Um, like what sort of, you know, what sort of advice do you have for parents who are maybe dealing with their their own things? Like we've got a lot on our plates, you know, you come home and it's five o'clock and you got to make dinner and there's all these things you got to do. And have you even taken care of yourself? And so how do you sort of like navigate this for, for parents? Like, I guess the one aspect is when we get into conflict with one another and the other aspect is just, you know, parenting. How does it sort of like in, uh, inform parenting? Um, well, what I started doing about two years ago was, um, and this is what I've been creating and what I want to give to parents is something called base energy. And uh, I practice every night for about 10 minutes where I have a, a space inside myself that is calm and peace. And, um, and then I tap into it during the day. I weave it in, you know, instead of thinking about things and, and wondering about things and stressing out, I will tap into that. And what I do is when my kids are going through a really hard time, I go right into that energy because mm-hmm. I have to be there to help them navigate through it. But you're right. We have so much that we're carrying as parents. Sometimes we're just not like we're frazzled. You know, we, mm-hmm. we don't have all that energy just to pull into that moment. Um, but it helps me so much compared to before I was doing it to after mm-hmm. um, just to be able to be there and, and help them through. Because sometimes it can be a small tantrum. And they'll yeah. need less energy. And sometimes it could be all day, you know, mm-hmm. an all day <laughs> emotional battle. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, so I would say having a practice of, of just on your own, a space where you are cultivating in that energy, because the more you do it consciously, it comes through the subconscious during your mm-hmm. day. So anything that comes up for you, it will kind of flow out more easily. So you're saying that base energy, like, because it sounds like a really important concept for what you teach. I mean, is that sort of like, like, if I were to do that, is that my center? Is that so it's like my calm space, right? It's it's like a secret garden. Like, it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, you go in there because I think meditation, sometimes I find um, some people are kind of offset by like, oh, I I have to now I have to see my mind and I have to, you know, I have to battle myself. Um, you know, when they first go into meditation, but I think if you go there with an intention, like, you know what, no, this is my respite from the world, my respite from the mind. Um, I need this just like I need diet and movement and, and mental health work and all of the things. This is just as important. I need this space for myself. Um, because, you know, like if I looked at a pie chart of, of my thoughts and my actions and all of my energy in the day, um, you know, you really could get a sense that, oh my gosh, I'm not really calm. Mm-hmm. You know, really, I don't really hold that energy that much, but when you know you do that every night and then, or, you know, whenever you have time and then you do it through the day, um, you kind of know, you start to, you start to actually change your frequency, your vibration yeah. mm-hmm. and um, you handle things a lot differently. Mm-hmm. Like a lot. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Like if I know my base energy, so to speak, or my calm place, you know, when I get into situations where, um, I might, you know, I might be, t- excuse me, I might be tired or, um, you know, my kid is, is really being insistent about something or, you know, I can come back to that place and I can act from that place instead of acting from that energetic space that I, I might be in or I might be tipping towards. Like if I'm tipping towards frustration or snapping, like I don't, I don't even have to be in that energy and that frequency because I have what we call like that base energy. It's like a resource, you know, it's like a resource to come back to. Um, yeah, that's really cool. I love that. Um, and I'm curious too, cause you know, as humans, we also have 
um, kind of what can be like our triggers, even from how we grew up or, you know, our own wounds that we haven't really healed. So I'm just curious, like in your work with parents, if you do kind of anything with that, like as a parent, if I have my wound or my trigger because of how I grew up, you know, do you have anything that you do with parents to kind of help them with that? Yes. Um, so I do transformational experiences. Like I believe in shaking up things. Um, so you have a whole new reset. Um, and so I do something called time. I call it time traveling, but I like to say time weaving because it sounds weird when you say tra time traveling, but um, basically going back in your mind mm -hmm. um, and, and you can call up an experience or you can create a whole new experience with your parents working with the inner child. And I believe that when you um, go into those kind of spaces and you hold a different energy, it actually comes into now. Mm -hmm. So if you are always holding this, like, oh, these things happened to me and you're holding them in the body, right? So if you can go back and you can do these different experiences, um, like how I guide people through, um, you know, different, um, holding different memories in the body, then now it's changed. You've changed the vibration now. So um, that's part of one of the healing things that I do. Um, and then also just teaching people when they have a trigger to identify it, you know, in the moment when, you know, when it comes to, because you're just there in this you know big moment with your child, big emotions and everything going on um, is to identify it, to pause, to set in your intention of what you want to bring in there and then just know what they need, you know, just, and having that balance and harmony. Um, I, I really think that peace and parenting is not like your, your kids being perfect. It's more like, how do you meet them, right? So even if you have a trigger, even if something's coming up for you and you're stressing out, it's all about taking that moment, realizing where you are, and mm -hmm. then trying to navigate it best, you know, as you can by pulling up a different energy um, and really just trying to meet their needs and yours. Yeah. 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 It's really interesting because, you know, in the work that I do, like I mentioned, I also work with energy and shifting it. And it sounds exactly like, like what you're doing too, you know, in a different way. And this to me is, you know, if I, I feel like we're all coming to a place where we can recognize this, there's so many shifts that can happen when we all recognize these energies, or if I'm getting triggered, like the frequency, the energy that I'm in, I can bring myself back to that base place, so to speak, or um, I can sort of transmute what happened in the past. So I'm not sort of reliving it in the present with like a current situation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was kind of looking through just, I mean, there's so much amazing work that you do. Um, and, you know, your dream of really making life sort of more harmonious for the family dynamic. Um, I know you lead um, women's circles and you have uh, kind of like a, a parenting group too, right? So if someone were to kind of come into your world, um, perhaps as a parent, like what would that look like? Like what do you sort of, what sort of, do you have like a framework that you work with? What does that look like? Um, so I, I do like sacred circles. And so within the sacred circle, um, I would be activating base energy every time we work together and then, um, going through different themes. So I like to kind of shake it up. So one week it might be about, you know, um, food and healing with food and how that can raise our energy health. Um, and then, you know, one week it might be inner child work. Um, so it, it really changes, but we really kind of tap into all the different aspects and facets um, of our energy and um, 
my, my basis of the whole thing is to raise our energy, to feel like we're really, really healthy and, and whole and that all the facets of ourselves are kind of coming in together into this one beautiful, you know, harmonious stream and balance. And, and, and it's really just learning how to come back into balance, really, you know, mm -hmm. so, um, definitely coming into to circles one. Yeah. Um, and then kind of like, you know, I, I also like doing, um, um, like emails. Like I think people writing things out, I know email sounds so like really old school, but like, <laughs> I feel intuitive when I read something. Yeah, mm -hmm. someone something to me, then I can sit with it and and pull cards for it and 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 really kind of feel it out and then give feedback that way. So there's a lot of communication, emails, and, and things like that that I um, that I kind of envision in the, in the you know in the work with people. Yeah, beautiful. And what I like about that, too, is that it's sort of, you know, we all have these different styles of learning. Some people are really visual. Some people need to hear things or they need to see things written down. So that is really nice. I feel like I can really integrate things when I see them kind of all written out. So that is really special. I love that. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I think I saw you were kind of offering like a, like a, a which is amazing, like a complimentary sessions to people who are watching. So is that right? Can you tell us kind of more about that? So um, I was going to do for the first three people, one-on-one um, -on -one session, and basically be whatever they feel that they want to work on, whatever part of their life, um, or if there's something with their child that maybe they want to manifest, your, they're at this stage with their child, but they want to help them navigate to the next developmental stage. Um, you know, even if it was something like, you know, their child's having a hard time um, conveying their feelings, you know, through their words, um, and then work with them through that. Um, or just anything that they feel that, like, you know, I'm really struggling with food or, um, you know, maybe I'm having trouble somewhere in my health, in my body. And, um, and I can kind of help them in those areas to um, begin the journey of really raising energy in that one specific area. Mm hmm. That's amazing. Like, what a great gift. I mean, you got to jump on that. There's only three spots for that. So I would definitely get in touch with um, Kara with that. So how can people get in touch with you? What's the best place to find you? Yeah, so it's um, there's an email, newwayparentingpod at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And just contact me and um, kind of we'll start conversing and see where it leads, you know, whatever um, you resonates with you. And then I can kind of group together what would what package or um, offering would, would work best. Yeah, beautiful. Um, yeah, is there anything else you kind of want to sort of leave us with or talk about before we go? There's so much, right? Well, I, I do offer um, a, a private group yeah. for uh, Mother Sacred Circle. Mm -hmm. And um, that is kind of what we do. Like, there's a Sunday um, circle every day to start the month, the first Sunday of every month. And um, and, and there we just offer resources and support. Like if there's anything that you're ever going through with your child or need some advice on, um, and then I would go and, you know, find, you know, what it is that could help. And then through energy and tracker work and anything like that, that I could offer um, in that group. So there's also that if, if anyone's interested, you can also contact me through the email too. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This is such a pleasure. And uh, I can't wait to see you in the group and to just take advantage of all your amazing resources. Thank you. Thank so, you. so much, Steph.
Hey friends, thanks for listening. If you feel called to deepen your intuition, then message me. Send me a message at stephzitocoach at gmail.com to get in on our next round of the Activate Your Intuition course. This course is meant for you if you're looking to take a deeper dive into trusting yourself, making decisions with greater ease, and tapping into the energy and the support that is actually always around us. We just have to ask. So I'll be happy to hear from you. And until next time, this is Steph Zito with This Passionate Life.